When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. I'm very excited to jump back in and to start drafting a team for 23-24. So in this one, we're going to run through my current team and where I'm at with players that are both in the team and not in the team. I'm also delighted to have partnered up with Fantasy Football Scout for this season again. I've been a member for six years now. There's so many useful tools in the members area and all the stats I mentioned in my videos come from my data tables, which I've made public there. If you'd like to become a Scout member, I can't recommend it enough and it supports the channel as well. Click the link at the top of the description to join and a huge thank you again to Scout for their support. So let's get into the team. Starting in goal and it's Pickford. He's got a decent fixture to kick the season off, home to Fulham. In fact, Everton's opening fixtures in general are very good. You almost never want to make a keeper transfer, so goalkeepers are with a longer term view. On Scout, I actually filtered the opening 8 game weeks and then sorted it by defensive difficulty and Everton came out second top over the opening 8. Everton were obviously woeful for much of last season, but Daesh is a defensively solid manager and he'll have a full pre-season under his belt. The back four is Shaw, Estepinian, Gabriel and Trent. A different feel to Gemmit won last season, when many of us had 3 or 4 premium defenders Sure, somewhere in between there, 5.5 mil, and he produced exactly 4 points per match last season, with a few double digit hauls along the way. For me, Gamic 1's all about starting as strong as possible, rather than picking some players that have a tough opening game or two before the fixtures turn. I always think take the points and run, and in Shaw's case, he's home to Wolves, which is another great fixture. Estepinian comes in at 5 mil this season, and I did wonder if he'd be 5.5 mil as well. One goal and seven assists last season, and he actually scored very similarly to Shaw. He only started one more game and he finished with four more points over the season. Again, very, very good first fixture, home to newly promoted Luton Town. Gabriel's price really surprised me as well. I tweeted earlier that he was top among all defenders for expected goals last season and he comes in at 0.5 more cheaper than White. My current feeling is that he will be nailed as Arteta will want to deploy a left-footed centre-back on the left side, which is something that Pep always favoured as well. So 5 mil is a fantastic price and again excellent opening fixtures for Arsenal, expecting a lot of teams to be tripled up on Arsenal come game week 1. So that brings us to Trent to complete the back four, whose price was also surprising but for the opposite reason, higher than expected. It's been over a decade since we've last had an 8 mil defender and I actually really like this price as it gives you more of a decision to make. His underlying numbers were phenomenal in his inverted fullback role at the end of last season. Looked back to his best and it felt like he could return in any game really. He's on corners, some free kicks, clean sheet and attacking potential. What's not to love? Onto the midfield which is Fernandez, Erdegaard, Saka and Matoma. Bruno's price cut to 8.5 mil, surprisingly cheap. Again 9 mil or even 9.5 mil wouldn't have surprised me. Last season only Salah racked up a higher expected goal involvement among all midfielders. Bruno finished the season with 20.06 XGI. He's on penalties and I'm expecting Man United to look an improved team. Mount a great signing already and I'm going to monitor his role in pre-season alongside Mount. As long as he's not moved further back, it'd be an unreal pick for 8.5 mil. Rashford for 9 mil, very tempting as well. Let me know in the comments which you prefer. 
Arsenal's pricing all round, very surprising. 8.5 mil for the second and fourth top scoring mids for FPL points. Only Salah scored more points than Erdegaard. You're looking at a 4 mil price difference there. 15 goals for Erdegaard was really impressive. Mother really can replicate, that's a huge ask. But I think he will live up to the price tag. Double Arsenal mid plus Gabriel on defence means no Jesus up top. We'll talk more about that in a moment when we look at the strikers. Odegaard didn't go longer than three games all season without an attacking return, which is an interesting stat. Great value. In pre-season last year, I said that Saka would have a 200-point season, and he just about did it with 202. I expect him to do it again, but not so much of a hot take this time round. Ridiculously talented and only 21 years old. Who knows how high his ceiling is, and he's only getting better. 8.5 mil, very generous price tag again with that in mind, plus he's on penalty duties. Assuming he does break 200 points again, we'll likely be paying 10 mil plus for him next season and looking back on how the 8.5 mil price tag was really cheap. Nottingham Forest at home is an amazing opening fixture, doubling up in attacks the way to go in my view as it stands. Mitoma completes the midfield, a price hike to 6.5 mil after 7 goals and 9 assists last season, 24 starts. He always looks so dangerous on the ball, very very direct with his take-ons and he often finds a yard to put a dangerous ball into the box. Hard to ignore a Brighton attacker with his opening fixtures. If he starts slow, then he's a potential sell around Gamic 4 when they have a couple of tougher games. I read every comment and there was some really good discussion in yesterday's players to avoid video, where I had March down as an avoid in favour of Mitoma. Unless some of you are actually leaning towards March regardless, who does cost the same. The front two is Haaland and Watkins. Despite the record equaling price tag of 14 mil, Haaland still commands an 81% plus ownership. I tweeted yesterday that apparently his price tag is still too low, but many of you pointed out that it could in fact be other players with such generous pricing makes it easy to slot Haaland in. The biggest shift this season is the switch from two premiums to one. I actually can't remember the last season I went into Gemic 1 with only one premium, but the prices make it difficult to resist. If you get Salah or Kane, you're missing out on value players. Typically two premiums was great because you can line up captaincy rotations in advance, but Haaland's fixture-proof and this season it's going to be difficult to look past him as a permanent captain initially anyway. So Watkins completes the 11 and he's the biggest question mark in the team at the moment. Something I've not mentioned yet is that this draft has 0.5 mil in the bank as well. So last season Watkins and Jesus were basically even for points per match, 4.7 for Watkins, 4.8 for Jesus. Meanwhile Saka and Erdegaard had a somewhat higher points per match score. I could be off the mark regarding Jesus, but if you caught yesterday's player to avoid video, I felt the double Arsenal mid was the way to go. Last season, Saka and Erdegaard were both long-term holds, but Jesus felt like less so. Between Gamic 10 and Gamic 16, Jesus racked up just 3 assists. Between Gamic 32 and 37, just 1 goal. And all those games he started in. It's cherry-picking stats obviously, but I like the mids more. If it looks like a mistake, then there is the opportunity to go Watkins to Jesus a couple of game weeks in, and then one of the Arsenal mids to Sun or someone else. Sun for 9 mil is an intriguing one. Last season's stats obviously don't justify a 9 mil price tag, but they obviously kept it high as insurance because if he gets back to his form of past seasons, then it'd be great value. Easy to forget he won the golden boot the season before last. Going to be following Spurs closely in pre-season to see how they do, and if Kane does leave, will they suffer or will the goals be shared around? Make sure you subscribe for the pre-season update videos which will come weekly until gaming 1. Nkunku is another one firmly on my radar for 7.5 mil as a forward. 22 returns in 25 league games last season, 35 returns in 34 the season before, outstanding in the Champions League as well. Many players have struggled coming across from Bundesliga, Werner immediately comes to mind when Chelsea signed him. 
Onto the bench, which is Ariola, Botman, Archer and Baptiste. I've chucked Ariola in there as an opportunity to talk about him. West Ham's first choice keeper still being debated, some expecting it to be Fabianski who's 4.5 mil, though he is 38 now and perhaps will be a cup keeper instead, which would pave the way for 4 mil Ariola, one to monitor for sure. 4 mil starting keepers so handy in FPL and hard to come by, last season's ward a rare exception. Botman's price really surprised me, he looked a certainty for 5 mil after 13 clean sheets last season, Tonale a huge signing for Newcastle as well. My best guess is that they had to make share 0.5 mil more, but didn't want to make share 5.5 mil, so therefore share 5 mil, Botman 4.5. Poor opening fixtures for Newcastle, but a good long term option if you can get through the opening three without using them. I suppose game week one he is usable in against Villa. Some Aston Villa fans do think that Archer will get more minutes this season, albeit off the bench for Watkins. Looks like he may have proven that he's better than championship level and ready to be an impact sub in the Prem. He's on the watch list as well for only 4.5 mil. We were spoiled with Andreas for 4.5 mil last season in midfield. This season, no 4.5 mil mids leaping out. There's loads of pre-season content planned on the channel, including the crucial weekly pre-season form updates and results. We're going for an ambitious 150k subscribers before Game Week 1. So hit subscribe and you'll get the latest videos in your feed as they drop. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.